Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walter. It's my joy to be on the air. I wanted to start today uh, with this song instead of my usual song because I'm going to bring my guest on. And I wanted to bring my guest on with this song. She's going to come on and give us about 15 minutes as long as she can stay. Talking about her son. Her name is Mrs. Mathis. Uh, I, she had an, a life-changing event that happened on June 16th at um, no mother wants to have that event. Uh, she and I win that same club. Uh, uh, so welcome, Ms. Mathis, and uh, you have my deepest condolence on the loss of your son. And I know you're gonna you're gonna give us some information about what's happening. We know your life is forever altered. We understand that. I personally understand that. Welcome to the Mother's Justice Show. Thank you, Reverend um, Harriet G. Walden. Um, it's an honor to be given this opportunity. Yes, to be on your show and to have a platform to talk yes. about my son, Prince Daryl. Yes. My son, Prince Daryl, um, he was just 31 years old. Like Reverend Walden mentioned, I just received the news um, on Friday, June 16th in the afternoon that no mother ever wants to receive a call from the Seattle City of Seattle uh, Medical Examiner's Office yes, that my son had passed away. Yes. And out of um, this tragedy on the streets of Seattle, God has called me for a mission and purpose. Yes. And given me the strength to plan um, this with many leaders such as yourself, Reverend Walden, to come together in memory of my son, Prince Daryl. So I'm planning along with other city leaders and organizations for the, it's called the Peace Prayer March and Vigil yes. Yes. in memory of, of my son, Prince Daryl. And this will be on the one month anniversary of his passing for this Sunday, July the 16th from three to 5 p.m. We're going to meet at 130th and Aurora next to the Burger King parking lot in Seattle, Aurora 30th and Aurora Avenue North. We'll start the, the peaceful march uh, and vigil there that we're going to be peacefully walking on the sidewalk to 137th and 20th and Aurora Avenue North. This is the area where my son had lost his life on the streets of Seattle. He was um, gunned down. We don't have who has taken his life. We pray that this person will give will turn themselves in and do the right thing for my son. Not only is this um, peaceful, um, peaceful prayer march and vigil, it's also for many other families who have lost their loved ones in the city of Seattle and beyond. So we're, we're imploring families to come out if they feel comfortable to walking along side by side for those who need prayer, comfort, those who are mourning, like myself, that need love, that will be ministered to other ministers like Reverend Harriet G. Walden and others like Bishop um, Gwendolyn Coates. There'll be ministers out there praying for you that'll be reaching out to the community for love and support. And so this is an honor to be able to um, come out to the community as a mother who has lost a son. Not only did I lose my son, but he's also been suffering prior to his passing to mental illness. Life has not done him um, justice. So as a mother, I want to live on in him and instill the love to others. And for those that need help dealing with mental illness, or suffering from other illnesses, of lost loved ones, we are here for you. Our ministries are here for you. We're here for each other, the community, and that's what this is all about. Well, you know what? And I thank you, but but I also want you, as his mother, to tell us his story. Tell us those love stories because you're talking to us about the sadness, but you got love in your heart. So as a mother, mother. Mothers always have some stories tucked away in their heart that they, you know, they just kind of like, mm, this is for us, this is for a sunshiny day. I want the sun to shine a little, 
right on my baby. So come on, give us some, yeah. give us some, give us some of those, give us some of those little notes in your heart, mama. Oh, my son, he just was so much full of so much love for the people in the community, his friends, his church family. He always loved sports. My son, Prince Daryl, he had energy, like superpower energy. When he was younger, in grade school and part of middle school, he loved to run track. He loved to run the 400 meter and the 800 meter and relay races all over the city of Seattle and the state of Washington. Very so much so that he won several first place um, in those uh, meters uh, for 400 and 800 that he uh, went to the Junior Olympics twice. And I was so pr proud of him. Yeah. that when he could hear me calling out his name his nickname <laughs> so that's one thing that the kids could hear you i mean because you, you call his name like nobody else on earth does <laughs> yeah that's a that's a yeah. trait that a mother has don't nobody call that child's name like the mama does <laughs> yeah 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 mama has a calling card <laughs> yes ma'am he would hear me calling his name and he would run faster, faster like the wind. And he, <laughs> said, Mama, he said, Mama, are you proud of me? He said, yes. And I said, Son, I love you. I would yes. be standing behind you anywhere you go. And that's what I would do. And he would always smile. I would see him on the podium. He'd mm -hmm. be on the first place podium and he'd get his medals and he'd just be smiling from ear to ear. And I was just, I'm so blessed to have him in his yes. 31 years of life. It's yes. been a blessing to me and remember yeah. all the things he would do and the joy in his heart. I yeah. have a picture of him here. This oh, is yes. when he was like a teenager yes. with his sister, his younger sister. He just loved his sister, Angela, oh, yeah. so much. Yeah. And I was a yeah. single mom raising them both. Yeah. Well, you know what, I, yeah, and you know, but see, I, I got another story because you had to cook something that he loved. What was his favorite? Or was it many? I mean, you probably was a good cook. So it was probably many favorites. But, you know, I mean, sometimes they, and sometimes, you know, they like a little something by themselves because they don't like to share. You know, sometimes yes. they don't like to share. I had one who wanted all the cornbread and he would just, he give everybody just a little slice of cornbread and he'd take a hog eye piece for himself. Yes, <laughs> yes. He just loved cornbread. <laughs> That was in my good. good cooking days. That was in my good cooking days. <laughs> so yeah. Well, well Prince Daryl was kind of a, a simple guy. He he just loved um, cheeseburgers. When I saw him over Mother's Day weekend, he I said, I said, son, what do you want? What can I get you? What you know? And he says, well, mom, if you could get me a cheeseburger, I would just love some cheeseburger and some French fries. And I could you could you make me an apple pie? I said, son, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a cheeseburger, whatever you want. And they just put a smile on his face. He just lit up from ear to ear. Um, so I just like any, you know, kid today, whether they're 10 or they're, you know, 30, you know, they love cheeseburgers or, or yeah. macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah. doesn't love yeah. cheeseburgers yeah. and macaroni and cheese and french fries, you know. Sounds like he was easy then. You didn't have to go to, you know, I mean, I, I have a grandson who loved those crab legs, man. It's like, you know, and he, he'll just crack them up and I'm saying, go for it, son. I mean, I, I want mine easy. I'm a queen. Bring me my crabs already out of the shell and let me just have it that way but <laughs> so they all have something well you know what yeah. i understand i mean like I, so I told you on the phone when we had our first conversation i'm one of the people one of the mothers who can really say i understand because when 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 a mother loses a child uh it takes her breath away and uh and then yeah. uh, uh and it takes you a while to breathe again and you're not breathing again right now it's too soon but one day you will breathe again in a different way. But what what it also does is that um, is that that we are we're in a club that we didn't know we were going to be on the day that the child was born. We didn't know that. We didn't know what was coming. But I tell you, um, to say that I understand, I do, and I give all mothers permission to say when people asking you that that nonsense question, well, how are you doing? You, I always say I'm doing the best I can. I give yes. that to every mother that says, I'm doing the best I can right now because my life has forever changed. Yes. You know, I mean, and, 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 I, and I, give, I give that 
because people ask those those things because they don't know what else to say. I, and so I learned under my son's experience when I went through this so many years ago, Hiram has been beyond view, beyond beyond time uh, uh, now, uh, 18 years. And so um, what I do know uh, is that I, I, I like to give mothers a relief and that's a relief. I'm doing the best I can right now, you know? I mean, and that's all you can yeah. do. You know, you can just, you're in a mist right now. Your life is a fog. You're not yes. thinking clearly because how can you? And that's why I wanted you to come on. And uh, you know, in the minutes that we have left, I want you to repeat where the event, uh, what's happening uh, this Sunday coming up. I I plan to be there. I, I am gonna look at, get some prayer commitment sheets. I got, I'm yes. just putting it out there so one of my kids might hear me. So you could help me make some prayer commitment sheets so I can bring those yes. and people take them and make a commitment to pray for children. And also have a survey on how what black people think about violence. I did that when the silent yeah. war campaign, and and so this is still what we're doing. You know, COVID put a kind of like a damper on things, and people. I wasn't out as much. This was because my kids said, oh, "Don't be going out." So, but um, yeah. anyway, I'll be doing that. So now, please uh, let I'll let my listening audience, and also this is going to be available on the podcast and be posted later on. Um, for all your friends who might not have been able to be tuned in. But could you please let us know the uh, address and the place and the time uh, on the 16th of, uh, of July for, for, the, for, the, for the march and, and, the, prayer, and the prayer vigil? Yes, yes, ma'am, uh, Reverend Walden. Yes, so it's this Sunday, uh, July 16th from 3 to 5 p.m. We will meet at the parking lot at the Burger King on 130th and Aurora Avenue North in North Seattle. We'll meet there, we'll have a prayer and uh, start the march about 3.30. From there, we will walk on the sidewalk from Aurora, 130th in Aurora to 137th in Aurora Avenue North. There, the vigil will take place. We'll have community uh, leaders such as Reverend G. Walden to, open, to start us out with a prayer and just to reach out to families. So please come together. There's going to be a, there's a flyer posted on my Facebook page and an event page for the Peace Prayer March Individual in honor and memory of Prince Daryl. But remember, this is for all families. We're all mourning and in the community, we all need to come together to, to stop, you know, this is, the violence that's happening in our streets and in our communities to bring pour out love and peace and justice for all. So all people are welcome to come out and express love and prayer and support for one another. Thank you, Reverend G. Walden for your time and God bless you. Well, God bless you too. And, um, and uh, you know, we're gonna come because we created a culture of peace. We've lived long enough on the culture yes. of death and war. And we, we're creating a culture of peace because peace will only come when we call it. We have to call it. Scriptures say call things that's not seen into evidence of being seen. And so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna yes. call it. We've called it, I mean, enough has been said about violence. It's not enough being said about peace. It's not enough. And I've been holding on peace. to a scripture. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I've been holding on to a scripture that says, blessed are those that mourn for they should be comforted, Matthew 5, 4. Yes, yes. So I leave you with that, as God is the great, has sent his great comfort of the Holy Spirit to yes. give us all strength as we are all going through our, these trying times. Yes. And I hope yes. that you all come out and hear the message and be comforted this coming Sunday from three to five. Thank well, you. I wanna, I wanna thank you for coming on, Ms. Mathis. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I will plan to be there and I'm letting other people know. All right. So you, your, your, your sorrow will not be by yourself. We'll be there, shared sorrow and increased joy. We we'll all be together. Okay. All right. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank You're welcome. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show at 11:50 a.m. KKNW, and uh, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back with my next next guest, Miss Betsy Lytle Smith. We're talking about the Virtues Project. Thank you. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother. Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice, and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. 
Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m., right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Uh, good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on air. I want to thank Marcus Hughes, I, I, Marcus Hughes I, 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 for, for supporting Mother's Justice Show I, I, again uh, and all of that. And also check out our website. Uh, it's Mothers for Mothers, S.O. Mothers, Mothers for Police Accountability.org. This is our 33rd year. We had no idea we'd be doing this this long. My children have grown up, and I, my oldest granddaughter is knocking on the door at 20, uh, 30. <laughs> She's 26. I want to bring my guests on. And my true transparency, I've been knowing Betsy for 30 years, and we've been doing the Virtues Project. And so she's coming on, my uh, first time on my show. I welcome uh, uh, Betsy. Uh, and, I, and I brought, I had red grandma. I couldn't bring you on without red grandma. That's been, <laughs> no, <laughs> we love been red. a staple. It's been a staple of the Virtues Project, uh, you know, I mean, uh, and all of that. So uh, I met you many years ago uh, as a Virtues uh, training for the Virtues Project. And uh, we pretty much, uh, I've been doing this for a long time. And in fact, we were on Zoom the other night, uh, the other day with Kathy Beamer, who actually is part of the same group here. And she was on uh, maybe a couple months, a few months ago, I had her on. And so, uh, so I mean, you are a Virtues facilitator, master facilitator. You're on the, the national, the international organization with the Virtues Project. So for a few minutes, just give a little update. I mean, a little overview of what the Virtues Project is, what it means to you. And while these still all these years, you and your uh, uh, good looking husband of over 50 <laughs> years. <laughs> uh, uh, I used to be a roar. <laughs> oh, Harriet. Hey, good looking yeah. Pete. <laughs> so. Just said, yeah, you know, so just, just talk about the virtues. All I mean, right. All the guests, I mean, was on, her son got murdered and, uh, and I gave her some time. And that's why, you know, I asked you to come on a little later because I wanted to give time for, because her, her, the rally, I mean, the rally and the peace uh, visual is next Sunday and uh, on the 16th. And that would be too late. Uh, and I, out of personal integrity, I wanted to give her some time because I'm, we are, we share the same club. I mean, you know, absolutely. Her son is, uh, absolutely. she's a new member of the club and, um, Hiram is gone, been gone for 18 years, and I bless his heart. So you knew my Hiram, or you knew I of my Hiram. So welcome. 18 years. Thank you so much, Harriet. It's just a joy to be with you always. Uh, as, as your listeners may know, Harriet and I have been colleagues with the Virtues Project for, yeah, 30 years, almost since, since inception. The Virtues mm-hmm. Project is really a wonderful program that's international, um, ecumenical program to help people live by their highest values, which are the virtues, virtues such as love, kindness, tolerance, acceptance, beauty, and love, and Mm -hmm. kindness, uh, and so many more, all those inner qualities that we all have, at least in potential. And we as virtues facilitators want to help people you know, awaken those virtues in themselves by by recognizing that we all have these beautiful qualities within and that we can live by them in a practical right. daily way. Right. So uh, the Virtues Project started in 1990 with three individuals and one family who saw the violence in the world and wanted to do something about it. And yes. they, particularly with families and children, and 
So they said, well, what are the common threads that unite all people from all cultures and all walks of life throughout the world? They said, you know, virtues have been mentioned in all the holy books of the world's religions throughout time and philosophy and right. indigenous cultures as a way to be a good person. So they put together this project called the Virtues Project, and it's a grassroots movement that uh, goes all around the world in about 135 countries now, um, you know, to bring out the best in all of us. And so that's what we try to do. Every day. And sometimes we do better than others, right? <laughs> but I, actually, we had the privilege of it actually getting it started in America here in Seattle. That's we were right. part of that. I mean, we were part of the, you know, consultations and uh, the many meetings uh, uh, and the training. Uh, we had, and then we offered up the name Virtuous, Virtuous Connection. And that's still going across the country, across the world. People are actually doing Virtuous Connections and, and staying aside, uh, uh, staying alive with the Virtuous. And uh, it is all of what you said, uh, Betsy. It has the potential to absolutely, I mean, it is the, it is the, it is the easiest and the best way to me to come from your head to your heart. I don't care. I mean, I don't care what's happening in the room when That's you right. give a virtues cards. It immediately changes the energy That's and right. changes the direction of the meeting. I mean, I've seen it happen many times that we had all these people come in after the the, uh, the ambushing of the Dallas police officers. We had the people kept coming. It was over 75 people who came that night. People were angry, a whole, a whole bunch of stuff. And everybody took a card. Yep. And I tell you, you had police officers sitting next to people who didn't like police officers. And I mean, it was, uh, it, it was, it, it is absolutely a unifier. Absolutely. It's a it unifier. Is. And it's a way that we can all connect but in our hearts, really. It doesn't That's matter right. what our background is. We all have these virtues. And we That's all, right. once we recognize them in That's other right. people, That's we right. can live with a lot of hope and joy. A lot uh, of hope and joy. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I, and, and and also, uh, you know, um, I've seen it and you've seen it. I I and see what it does to children. I mean, because children, I mean, I I've been raised with it and uh, and understand their value and their worth and and also, I mean, they get to turn it on their parents when their parents like. Oh, I mean, I know because when we had. Uh, when we had uh, 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 Dion Tyson with us and her little girl would say, mommy, you're not being gentle today. You need to be kinder. Exactly. I mean, it's, so, yeah. Children, they get it right away and it takes a little longer for us adults to, to get the whole thing. But yeah, the kids remind us and we, we, and we can, you know, these virtues are like gems, you know, sometimes they're hidden. We have to dig them out just like a miner would. And, and then we find them and they shine brightly. So, um, you know, one of the things that I've done recently, which is kind of was kind of fun, my husband and I embarked on a, a cross-country road trip, and um, I thought, well, let's do a 30-day virtues challenge and see how we can find virtues in people wherever we go. And it wasn't really hard at all to do. Um, it was kind of fun to, especially since we were in the car a lot, and just the two of us, you know, driving. But when we got somewhere, even if we were just going out for a lunch or something, we could find these people who were really positive and and showing their virtues up, uh, you know, and I, I could have, you know, tell you about a few of those people if you if that's of interest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 So the first one was this woman and we went in. We were in Texas. So we we traveled from Arizona to to Virginia, to New York, to and then back across the United States to Seattle. Um, it was about 7,000 miles in 34 days. <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of driving. But the first person that I wanted to acknowledge was in Texas. And we went into this rest stop in Texas that was beautiful. It was, you know, on the highway. And they had a, a, a tornado shelter in the rest stop. Well, I'd never seen that before. And then they had you know, it was, it was locked up. Thankfully, there wasn't a tornado coming. But um, this woman was the police officer who was sitting in a little office there. And I went to talk to her to ask about this tornado shelter. And her name was Cynthia. And I thought, what a beautiful service she was providing to people. Number one, she was there and would answer any questions for you about, you know, traveling and uh, where a safe place would be to go if there's tornado, what all that kind of thing. So we were able to acknowledge her for her service 
because uh, that's what she did every day. And she had a big smile on her face when I acknowledged her, as people do when they somebody's noticing, right, that they have these virtues. Um, another one I got to mention is Phyllis. Phyllis was this fabulous woman in Memphis, Tennessee. And we stopped again at the visitor center right on the edge of the Mississippi River. And Phyllis was the most enthusiastic woman. She she wanted to show us all about Memphis. And they had these huge statues of B.B. King and Elvis. I mean, they were about 25 feet tall. So she had us posing in front of these uh, statues and with some kind of funny ways to do it. Um, mm -hmm. And she gave us the best uh, recommendation for good barbecue ribs in Memphis. She was the most enthusiastic person. And I thought, boy, she was just great at her job. So we got to acknowledge her for her joyfulness and enthusiasm. So of course that brought a bigger smile on her face. So, you know, <laughs> it just went on like that. And what we found is, boy, when you start noticing, you see these virtues everywhere. 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 And in, in many, many people. And mm -hmm. so that was really fun for us. And we did that kind of as a Facebook challenge. Um, I didn't do 30 days every day for individual people, but I would love to tell you about some of the places we went. And some oh, of yes, I'd love for you to do that. Yes. The, the first destination, Harriet, was uh, for my college reunion, and that was back in Virginia. So, you know, I went to college a long time ago. When I went to college, it was an all women, all white women's college. And when I went back for this reunion, I got to meet the president of the college and his wife. And I, what struck me the most was the inclusion, the inclusivity, and the diversity of the college campus, which is now, of course, integrated with lots of different people and, um, and also, uh, you know, has male students as well as female students. But one of the things which I was thrilled to see, I mean, it's so different than it was when I was a student there and as it should have been <laughs> many years ago. And, and it has been for many years. But um, the other thing that really struck me was the virtue of honor. Okay. And the reason I mentioned that is because when I went to college there, we had a very strict honor code. And in four years, I never saw anybody cheat on a test or do anything really dishonest. And we were indoctrinated as first year students about this honor code that, you know, we had to sign on every paper that we turned in. I will not, uh, I will not cheat or use anybody else's work or break my word of honor. And, wow. we, and we wrote that on every paper. Wow. So I was really curious to see if this still held true in, in 2023. Because times have changed in a lot, of, <laughs> right? Yeah. But well, honor guess is still what? Honor. It, it's still there. That it's honor so code is still there. It's a little wow. bit differently worded. And we were talking about, you know, how artificial intelligence is now a big question and a big deal. You know, are students going to be able to just use somebody else's work totally, you know, the artificial intelligence to write papers? And I talked to some students and I talked to the professors and I talked to the president of the college about this honor code because it was a huge influence in my life. And, um, you know, when we are taught to be honorable and over and over again, it's, it, it's um, encouraged, it becomes a way of life. And so I was really thrilled to find that this honor code still exists in 2023, where students can leave their backpacks, you know, someplace, and it will still be there the next day, um, wow. where there's no teacher or professor that is in the room when an exam is taken. Students are trusted to do their best work and not not cheat, and they don't. Wow. So. That what, was city, what city is the college in? It's Fredericksburg, Virginia, and it's called the University of Mary Washington. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And it's still a fairly small college, 4,700 students, um, mm -hmm. about 50 miles south of Washington, D.C. Okay. So that was, that was a wonderful 
experience for me to go back there and spend three or four days, you know, and uh, I mean, that wasn't the only part of it that I enjoyed, but I it was really striking to me that, and important that, and I thought about that and I thought, you know, is that part of the reason I became a virtues project facilitator? Because I, <laughs> on it. <laughs> seriously. Well, yeah, if you spent four years someplace where I guess it was like always on the menu, high, high the high, the highest one on the menu, everything else kind of fell up under that. Because, you know, when you're honorable, I mean, you know, honorable comes with trustworthiness. Absolutely. And no, I mean, because people know that you're trustworthy Absolutely. when you're honorable, you know, and I think honorable, I think also for me that it has to come with a little bit of humility. So you don't let all that stuff go to your you know, get to be thinking you so much, but um, because oh, yeah. we all, all are so much. I mean, we are, we all of that, but uh, but I mean, to meet honorable people and knowing that uh, that they keep their word, you know, and when they, when they have to um, have to make another agreement, they call you. Yep. So you're not, you're not waiting on them or you're not, you're not, you know, they didn't, you know, and, uh, and then when you, when you are working with those type of people, they never tell you they're gonna try because they know that you don't do when you try, they're gonna let you know up front whether they can do it or not. Yeah, yeah. that's really point. <laughs> well, I mean, and not to say that we're perfect. No, uh, no. You know, and but, I certainly don't claim to be perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but you know what? It's a goal to work toward every day, you know, it is. to keep right. to keep that right. your bond. You know, it, yeah. And, you know, because because my son does, you know, he does media and, uh, you know, I mean, both a lot of my kids does a lot of different things. But but, uh, you know, my is really responsible for for putting 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 information out there. And one of the things that I tell him, I mean, especially when he was doing the morning update so always tell the truth. I said, because when this stuff shakes out in America, I mean, people are going to be really angry that the so-called right and the so-called left, they all held back information. Nobody ever tells the truth. Right. So, because nobody's honorable enough to tell the truth. I mean, yeah. because yeah, and so and so, when you can be honorable enough to tell the truth and let people make up their own minds and be able to have a place for them to actually uh, be able to be able to shift the consciousness if they need to, because if what you're telling them is truthful, and I also think truthfulness goes along with honorable. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, it's honest. Absolutely. It's yeah. Absolutely. Right. And you know, it's yeah. kind of interesting because I was thinking about. When I was a student there, the first year we were scared to death because <laughs> because we thought if we got caught doing any of these things that were against the code of honor, we got expelled from college. Right. So and that was a very serious uh, consequence. And I and I am was really happy to see now that they don't do it that way. They use restorative practices. Oh, okay, so it's a teachable moment for people if they are doing something and they are given another chance. You know. Right. But right, of course, there tent. are consequences too. I mean, you right. there are consequences, but it's a, it's more of a caring way to do it, I think, rather than scaring people to death. And you know, and, but it. Yeah, it, I think our generation, me. our generation was it. We they had to put the fear of God in us, or so exactly. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, you don't want to bring no shame on your people. So you know, it's like you're gonna to try to do what's right. You know, what I mean, right. even if even if all your friends are doing something else, you're gonna like stay in that little old lane lane, you know, just because, uh, you know, you want to, you want, you want to be, you, you, you want, you want to, you want to just do what's right for the family or what's right for what your goals are. And so I think we had a little bit more constraints uh, on us a lot of ways. And now people don't have a lot of those constraints and, um, but we grew into, we grew into loving, understanding why we needed to be honorable or to be truthful. I mean, I really and truly, I mean, we understood why I, I, you know, because the greatest disappointment comes when somebody has told you the biggest lie, or you yeah. know, you've been led to believe something else, and uh, and and then and then it causes a whole bunch of stuff. So, you know, I mean, I, and 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 that's one of the power of the virtues is that it does have the power to restore. Absolutely. You know, it has the power to lift you up. I mean, it has the power to wake you up uh, in a in a uh, in a good way, but also the restoration part is there. You you know, I mean, it's uh, it it is the most most effective for me emptying your cup because you get to empty your cup uh, with nobody trying to save you, nobody trying to rescue you, nobody trying to do nothing will let you empty your cup. And okay. then after you empty your cup, you get restored. That's right. With the virtues. Absolutely. That people yeah. hear because people see and, and hear in you and whatever you're talking about. I mean, to be restored to, to your whole wholeness 
uh, gives people another opportunity to try again. That's what I believe. When people return to me uh, being restored, and I, that's why I believe that having spirituality can help heal this idea, the, the, the sadness and the, um, the deep sorrow and despair of people without homes. And yeah. I've been trying to talk to somebody to just let's let's let you know give us an opportunity to have a spiritual perspective because I do believe, and I'm still working on that piece to be able to get an open door because I do believe that the virtues can help restore people who have deep sorrow and sadness. Well, we've uh, seen uh, that. We've seen that, haven't right. we? I mean, with many right. people, including yes. ourselves. Yes. I mean, I think that that's so true. Um, yeah. you know, one of the other things about this trip that was pretty wonderful was the beauty of the United States. Mm. Beautiful places that we went yes. and saw. And not just the, you know, we we saw a lot of national parks, which I think is such a gem for our country, you know, that we have these beautiful spots that have been, you know, put away, put aside for us that aren't yes. owned by, you know, other things. And so the beauty, but also the beauty of the people, yes. because we, you know, are inundated by bad news, really, yes. if we're, if we're watching TV, or if we're listening to, you know, whatever, it's often bad news. Well, <clears throat> our whole trip was positive. It was 34 days of good news. And it wasn't because we weren't listening to the, you know, bad news. It was because we kept meeting all these wonderful people of yeah. all walks of life. And right. people in general were super friendly. They were welcoming. They were courteous. I mean, we were right. in parks with lots and lots of other people sometimes. People were friendly. They were happy. They were positive. And I think, you know, we get a bad rap really about, about number one, about our country and also about people in general, that things are oh, yeah. really bad. And of right. course, we have things that are awful that are going on, but we also have a lot of good things and we have a lot of good people. And so the friendliness we saw, um, the friendship, the the adventuresomeness of people and the courtesy really struck courtesy. Yeah, People were really courteous to each other. Nobody was yeah. you know, jumping in front of you in a line or, I mean, there was a lot of courtesy. There were a lot of people saying, you know, go ahead, go, go in front of me. And that, that yes. kind of thing when we're in line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it was really uh, very encouraging to have this trip across the United States and and the beauty of the country, the beauty of the landscape oh, yeah. was really wonderful yeah. to see. And mm -hmm. I know a lot of people said, well, what are you doing when you're in the car all those hours, you know? And we <laughs> tried to do, you know, books on tape and all that. Nothing worked. I mean, the radio, did, we, we were supposed to have music and all this. It didn't work. And we spent a lot of time quiet in, in the car, the two of us, just absorbing that landscape. Beauty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Landscape. And it was in every single state that we exactly. went in. We were in 16 states. And, oh. you know, we talk about the beauty of certain places, but it yeah. was beautiful yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, let's so take a break. Fun. Oh, sure. Yeah. Let, let's take a break and come back here. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM, KKN, KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. We'll be right back. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intra, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance, where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact Dr. K Workshops at gmail.com or Facebook Dr. K's Abundance. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. 
HealingGroupInc.com. Also, be sure to join our Healing Group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. You know, I love radio. <laughs> I raise with radio. <laughs> so I love it. I would bring my guests, my God, you know, I mean, you know, I like to bring my friends on. Why not? You know, friends, are, that's what friends are for. So I'm going to bring up Betsy Lytle Smith. She's a great friend, a virtuous facilitator uh, on the international level. Uh, and uh, we're just talking about uh, uh, virtues that can, can, can and has in a lot of ways heal, healing the world. Welcome again, Betsy. Yes. Oh, thanks, Harriet. And that song, yeah. listen, just reminds me. <laughs> I thought I thought I'd bring you something that you like. I read it's, a, it's so beautiful, <laughs> isn't it? And you know, it really reminds me of the fifth strategy of the Virtues Project, which is to to listen deeply to other people. Yes. You know, my husband and I often say, gee, do we have signs on our back that say talk to me? Because, you know, there's so many people who talk, 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 and don't listen, right? <laughs> yeah. But the Virtues Project has this great strategy called companioning. Yes. Or spiritual companioning, where you, we, we learn how to listen to right. somebody and really hear them without giving our own advice or trying to fix them. And you started, you referred to that a little bit earlier about the healing power of being heard. And uh, when we have this strategy of spiritual companioning, we learn how to be a good listener and not try to fix or cure or give our own advice, et cetera. Right. It allows people to empty their cup and to, yes. to be heard and validated. Yes. And restore yes. the virtue. And restore the virtue. You know, and it has that power. I mean, because sometimes just to be heard. I mean, a lot of times women are not heard. I mean, you know, we just somebody's always talking for us, especially when you get to be a little older, you know, people kind of think that you're not there and they need to finish your sentences for you. <laughs> exactly. You know, that type of stuff, but just to be heard. But you have so much experience. I, I also wanted to let, let the community know that we had the first, first the very first virtues, um, a mentorship here. I mean, Seattle was very instrumental in, and, but Bessie, you traveled the world with the virtues, is that right? I mean, you know, you well, I haven't traveled the whole world. I have certainly. Well, you know, on, but uh, you know, Zoom, I mean, I've traveled a lot of places. Yeah, I mean, I've done. I've been privileged, really, to do this work in a lot of different places. I started out doing a lot of work in the Bellevue School District, actually, in the in the whole Seattle area, um, with schools, because I was a teacher previously. You know, a public school teacher, and I I realized that you know. In order to create an environment where kids really thrive, we need more than just the academics. We need a character program that helps children develop their character, which is the virtues, basically, you know, all those great qualities that we want our kids to, to exhibit. So I did a lot of work in the Bellevue School District for many years and other school districts as well. I was invited to do uh, some training in Japan with Japanese facilitators which was a wonderful <clears throat> opportunity for me and the others to, you know, all the Japanese folks who, you know, embrace this project as well. So that, <clears throat> excuse me, so there's a lot going on around the world. Um, I've done a lot of workshops in Canada and, and throughout the United States. And I've done a lot of work on Zoom for the last several years, even before COVID. Um, which gives me and others the opportunity to connect on a worldwide basis. So for instance, I, I'm part of a group that meets uh, weekly, a bunch of uh, New Zealanders, and um, we get to do a virtues pick every week, which is you know talking about a particular virtue by picking a card and just sharing something about our lives. There are a lot of those uh, sharing circles going on around the world with virtues now that bring us into community. And I think that, you know, right now is a really hard time for a lot of people. They don't feel like they're part of a community. Right. right. And, and uh, this virtuous sharing circles, which can be done very easily on Zoom. Right. And of right. course, wonderful if it's in person. Right. Mm -hmm. People in the community. Right. So I, I now live in Arizona and I've actually started a little virtuous sharing group down there that we meet uh, every other week. 
mm -hmm. folks who are interested. And it's kind of interesting because people have said one by one, they kind of join this group and there's no dues or anything like that. And they don't have to come if they don't want to, or if it's not convenient, but each person had said, you know, I feel like I'm finding my people now, you know, it's connecting yeah. my yeah. heart. Yeah. It's talking about meaningful things that are, things. you know, finding our purpose in life. What's the meaning of our lives? Mm -hmm. We're talking mm -hmm. about things that are beyond just the shallow, you know, oh, gee, I'm going to go play pickleball today or I'm, gonna, <laughs> you know, I'm going shopping or whatever. It's it's talking about these qualities that we all have and right. recognizing them in each other. Right. All right. And, you know, and that's, you know, I, 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 Kathy called us together a couple few years ago and I. Uh, and I started our, our regular, uh, we have uh, changed it. We changed it uh, the week, you know, the weekdays more than once, but I, but I was glad that I, uh, that she called us together. She called the circle for us. And, uh, and I think it was just a little bit before COVID started, I believe it was, but, uh, it was. you yeah. know, and, uh, and so we're still going, I mean, I, I, we're still meeting uh, on, a, on, on a weekly basis when we can. Uh, and uh, you were there this last time. So, uh, so and then we we invited invited the previous uh, mayor, uh, Mayor Jenna Durkin came with a circle with us and uh, and she understood the power of the virtues. I mean it's like I mean and her staff did and so uh, those cards and the last time I talked to her, she still had her cards. <laughs> she remembers them. I mean because once you have a meaningful relationship, I mean a meaningful you get a card and it really speaks to you. I mean I meet people and they say I still got my cards, you know, and it's like oh, okay because I. Well, no, for years and years, I just gave out the cards. And so now we are doing some healing circles, I mean, with the virtues, I mean, uh, uh, and uh, I mean, my kids, are, and they're doing it a different way. And yeah. they we're walking up to people and giving them cards and, you know, talking about the cards, but they're getting the cards out. And, and so we'll, we we haven't gotten, we we, didn't, we have some uh, uh, plan, but we'll be executing some more of them. But uh, it's just, it's just, it's just the way um, at this time in the world, uh, it's, these virtues, is, it was made for such a time as this. Absolutely. We didn't know that. We didn't yeah. know that then, but it really is. I believe that that is one of the tools that can help turn the world. I because, that, I mean, yeah, I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. Because one of the things about a belief, if whatever is fundamental, you believe it. And we have people fundamentally believe in other things right now. But yes. if they can get that card, yeah, you know, it calls, us, get calls us to our highest self. It does, and that's well, what it, does. And it, it can turn a bad day around exactly. immediately by reading exactly. the card. Well, now what you're talking about are called virtues cards, right? right. And mm -hmm. they are available as a free set as an on your on your phone. So right. if you go to virtuesmatter.org, you can get a free set of virtues cards, and there's like 52 cards in the deck. They all have different virtues and they describe the virtue. They give you a quote about the virtue and they give you something to ponder and reflect on because the, the wording is really beautiful. And um, so shall we do, shall we read one? Yeah, right yeah so we should uh, go ahead and uh, let you read the virtues. And so, and so we can do a, a demonstration here before, uh, before our time is uh, together is ended. Yes. Sounds great. So uh, since I was talking about honor earlier, I thought we just, uh, I'd read that card about honor. Okay, okay. Um, so this comes from the Virtues Reflection Cards, which is from the Virtues Project. And you can go to virtuesproject.org, to, to, to see more. Honor is deep respect for what we know is right and true. It is living up to the virtues of our character. We honor our abilities by using them for a meaningful purpose. Honor is appreciation in action. We honor others when we treat them with the dignity they deserve. Others can trust us to keep our word of honor. When we do things we are ashamed of, we restore our honor by taking responsibility and making amends. We do our duty, whatever sacrifice it requires. We act with integrity not to be admired, but because it is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And there's a quote on the back by Oprah Winfrey. Okay. If you seek what is honorable, what is good, what is the truth of your life, all the other things you could not imagine come as a matter of course. <laughs> right. 
And then the practice of honor. I live by my principles. I cultivate the virtues and talents I have been given. I treat others and myself with dignity and respect. I am trustworthy in keeping my agreements. I strive for impeccable integrity. I do what I believe is right, no matter what. And the affirmation is, I am thankful for the gift of honor. It makes my life worthwhile. Yes, I do believe that. I believe that it does make your life worthwhile because it gives you a solid foundation to stand on. Absolutely. Yeah, it gives you a solid foundation. Uh, and it makes you be able to go to bed at night okay. Because you know you did the, uh, the honorable thing. That's you know, right. the righteous thing. I mean, and, and you were willing. And sometimes you're by yourself. Yeah. Sometimes, as my grandmother said, you got to walk that road by yourself. Because everybody else is going a different way. Yes. But uh, when you stay true to your purpose uh, and your highest calling, and I think honorable is really what guides the way. Yeah. And I think, you know, and we give lots of uh, lots of grace and uh, uh, and uh, uh, and uh, accolades to uh, to the founders, uh, uh, Linda and Dan uh, Cav, uh, uh, Popoff, um, and then her brother, John, you know, uh, and her late brother, John. And uh, I mean, they answered the call from the most high, called by many names. You know, and then in some cultures, they just call the great spirit, but called by many names and they answered that call. I mean, sometimes, you know, Betsy, sometimes, sometimes we don't want to be obedient because how many times have I thrown back the card service and helpfulness? <laughs> oh, see, I don't yeah. want that card. Yeah, oh, I don't that one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. usually, it's usually got a message for us, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the ones we want to yeah. throw back. Yeah. You, but, but you want to give you, uh, you know, your, your business or your, your email, I mean, your, sure. your website for virtues uh, for what you do sure. in the world. Yes, my my well, first of all, my name is Betsy Lytle Smith, and uh, my website is virtuestraining.com, virtues with an S training.com. And just a you know, one other thing that my husband Pete and I have been doing is putting together a couples course called Building Blocks for Lasting Love, and that's just about to launch. So you can see that on my website too. That's an online course for couples who would like to be in a, a committed um you know last long lasting relationship with love lots of love <laughs> well they've been lasting a long time i think they i think they got married in 1970 because i think <laughs> and i know about that I, yep i had and my a, second baby and our baby. anniversary is tomorrow so <laughs> oh well happy anniversary okay right. happy, happy, yes yes well you know betsy so good that you could come on and bring the power of the virtues and the love of the virtues and thank you for being on mother's just a show and i'm sure we'll see each other soon thank you so much harriet all right okay. thank you Thank you. You've been listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 11.50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host from Walters. My joy to be on there. I'll talk to you next week.